And we are live with a special edition of All In on High School Sports tonight. Kurt Valenti, Jennifer Valenti, how are you? Good, good evening. Um, listen, this is a little different. It's the first time we're doing this. Um, you know what? You take it away. Tell us what we got going on tonight. Well, tonight we have a special edition of All In High School Sports. We are going to be welcoming the Garfield Junior Boilermakers coaching staff at all levels. Pee Wee coach will have Jason Dowd on in a moment. We'll have our junior level coaches and our senior level coaches to congratulate them and celebrate their Super Bowl championships at all three levels of their um, organization, which is quite the feat. Yeah, so quite an accomplishment. Hey, them. it's hard to win one. They yeah. won all three. Yep. Um, hey, I was lucky. Listen, that's where I started in Garfield Junior Morning Makers playing. I played four years, coached there uh, on staff. That's where I got my coaching career going. And um, it's something that, you know, coaching in other towns too, where, you know, you get that Super Bowl championship and it's something you never forget. The town Absolutely. goes crazy. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I say we kick it off. Absolutely. Let's go. Well, if coach is in. Coached out in the waiting room, so I will let him in right now okay already let me get him in hey coach how you doing it looks like he's still connecting there we'll give him another second okay hey coach how are you hello how you doing good thanks so much for joining us tonight and welcome to the program i just thank you thank you so much for having us i really appreciate you guys doing this Oh no problem. We're we're glad to celebrate your uh, you know momentous uh, accomplishment this season. So let me just introduce you briefly to our audience. This is Coach Jason Dowd. He is the co-director of the Garfield Junior Boilermakers and also the head coach, OC and DC of the Pee Wee level. Um, you guys were undefeated in the regular season, and then you defeated Little Ferry twenty to seven in the first round of the playoffs, and you beat Englewood in the Super Bowl twenty eight to fourteen. Is that correct? That's all correct. Awesome. Well, congratulations. Um, Thank you so much. I was wondering if you could actually give us a little, since you're our first guest and you happen to be the co-director of the organization, if you could give us a little brief history of um, like the program, an overview of the Boilermakers, and even like a breakdown of like the the levels, like the ages, the weight classes, those types of things for our audience. Yeah, of course. We're, um, we're run out of Garfield. We're run out of the Boys and Girls Club in Garfield. We have players as young as first grade all the way to eighth grade. So that's from six years old to 14 years old. The levels go as Mighty Mites, Pee Wees, Juniors, and Seniors. The Pee Wees is usually like 10 and under. The Juniors will be 12 and under, and the Seniors will be 14 and under. And we also have cheer for all four levels. So we accommodate 200 Garfield kids every season. Oh, that's great. They, that, that's awesome. That's a lot of kids in town taking uh, taking part. That's fantastic. Yeah, Coach, again, thank you so much for coming on tonight. We appreciate you and all the coaches that are going to be coming on. Um, if you could just if you could just recap, like Jen said, your regular season, 7-0, and undefeated, before we get into the playoffs. If you could just recap your regular season real quick for us. Um, yeah, yeah, no problem. We started, we started back August 1st, first day of practice, and as you guys might know or might not know, last season, due to COVID, we did not have football in town. So the level I coached this season for the first time, I'm usually coaching the older, older kids. I haven't coached the peewee level for a good four years. A lot of these kids never played football, football before, and they all lost a year. So in the beginning, it was a little rough. In the beginning, in our age group, we didn't have huge numbers so we had to do some kind of recruiting something try to get the kids more interested in football 
In the beginning of the season, we started off with 10, 12 kids at my level. Every other level had a good amount of kids, but my level started out very slow. And little by little, as the summer went on, we um we got we got enough kids to have a program, our team. We have over 20 kids, and our kids from from August 1st to November 13th is night and day. We had so many kids that never played football football before, but in the city of Garfield, there's so much talent here, so much athletic ability, and we just found a way to put it all together and had an outstanding season, seven and zero throughout the regular season, two and zero in the in the playoffs, and finished our undefeated season. So, coach, if you want to talk about real quick about the playoffs and you know the Super Bowl, um, you know, decently close games, twenty to seven and twenty eight to fourteen. But uh, if you could yeah, just talk was, about um, those two real quick. Yeah, the playoff game, the Friday, it was a Friday night game. It was our first Friday night game. So our kids thought it was pretty cool because, you know, the high school plays on Friday night. We usually play Saturday. We usually won the first game. So all of our kids thought it was pretty cool. Oh, we got a Friday night game. We have a Friday night game. So they thought they were big shots under the lights playing the first <laughs> Friday night game. And they were all very excited. And and we went down to Weehawken to, to play. Uh, the playoffs are on a neutral site. So we went to Weehawken and played the playoff game. We had an outstanding game. Our offense and defensive line dominated that game, and we went a victorious twenty to seven, and it was a it was an outstanding feeling. And then the Super Bowl was a week later, and if you remember that day, November thirteenth, there was a big storm early yep. in the day. Yep, a huge storm. It was very cold, very windy, very wet, and my eight, nine, and ten year olds came to play. They didn't care about the weather. They didn't care about the conditions. They know they worked hard since August 1st, and they did what they had to do to come victorious against Englewood in the Super Bowl and had an outstanding bus ride home back to Garfield, escorted <laughs> by the police and the fire department. It was Aww. an awesome experience for those young kids. Oh, that's awesome. Coach, you know, I'm going to go off script really quickly for a second. You sure. know, but just uh, with you mentioning kind of like the start you had, you might, I'm sure you're proud as a coach no matter what, but even knowing, you know, the, the you know, we learn, I feel like every time we have a different coach on and no matter what level, the impact of last year's COVID season had, you know, you always forget, not forget, but, you know, you just see the aspects everywhere in every new setting. So given that and your, you know, small numbers at they had missed a year and how far they came. I mean, you must be so proud of, of how far they came. Most definitely. Like, I've been coaching for a little bit now, so it's always, like, like my program is 9- and 10-year-olds, and the 9-year-olds, the first year them coming out to play as a 9-year-old, they're learning, they're developing, and when they're 10, they're pretty much ready to go, and they're usually the starting lineup. But that, those 10-year-olds, those 9-year-olds that are 10 never played before because mm -hmm. of that one year. So it was a very, very slow start. If you were to cancel my practice August 1st, and came to us, seen us at November 1st, you would thought it would be two different teams. Wow, those, that's awesome. Those young kids work so hard. You don't know how much I put them through, those kids. I know you're <laughs> eight, nine, and ten-year-olds, but those kids work very hard throughout the whole season. Oh, that's awesome. Coach, could you highlight some of your players for us, offensively and defensively? Correct. Okay, um, offensively, Derek State is my starting tailback, and he was. if you would have an MVP of a Super Bowl, he was definitely the MVP of that Super Bowl. He took over that game. It was cold. It was rainy. He didn't care. He told me before the game, coach, just give me the ball. He had over 100 yards rushing. He had two touchdowns. Derek State pretty much took over my Super Bowl game. Not, not the in the offensive line. I people don't talk about the offensive line much, but I have a, a young kid, a second grader, center, John Dell Rodriguez. You couldn't find a better kid. He probably never missed a, uh, a block all season. If, 
You think a little thing as a snap to the quarterback at ages eight, nine years old, if you go to an eight, nine year old peewee game, you're going to see a couple fumble snaps. In that weather, John Dell had an outstanding game at center, no fumble snaps between center and quarterback. And I couldn't say much more about John Dell. Nice. Thanks. Awesome. Uh, coach, you mentioned that you were, would you, you coached the senior level at some point you were saying, the older kids you coached? Yeah, the senior level, junior level, PV level, and mighty might level. I actually started here eight years ago, and I kind of went, grew up with my son a little bit from the mighty mice and moved my way up. And then there was a vacancy this year at the PV level, so I stepped in and decided to take over that team. I've been coaching for eight years, and this is my seventh Super Bowl win. Awesome. Oh, awesome. Nice. Congratulations. Awesome. Coach, I, I got a question. Oh, what's the adjustment? So like you're saying, you went back down, you're coaching on the senior level, either junior level where you're, you know, you're, you're running more like advanced plays and stuff like that. And now you're saying, especially you got a lot of kids who've never played. So how is it for you and like your staff of, you know, you got to explain it, was, it, it different. You know, you're explaining it, it, it different. It was hard at first. It was many times I'm talking to my staff at water break. Hey, am I going too fast? Am I, am I too advanced for these kids right now? You think they're understanding it? And believe it or not, I think it was good for the kids because as time went by, they, they got rid of it. They understood the lingo. They understand slant left, slant right. They understand we're, we're firing the A gap. We're blitzing the C gap. We're, we're containing the outside. We're, I need you to um, my, have my guards were pulling at the TV level. So it, it wasn't an adjustment for me. However, I tried my I wanted to teach these kids the correct way so I tried to put in as much as I usually put in but try to simplify it as best as possible if you understand what I'm trying to say like yep. try to like simplify I'm not trying to teach a combo block but I want to teach them look you blocking this one guy then you can go on to the next guy try to simplify things as best as possible okay nice uh, coach, mm -hmm. you alluded to it a little bit with them, like playing under the lights and the police escort and stuff. But even for the whole season, kind of like even your buildup, like you said, uh, you know, you're undefeated and you're heading into the playoffs and ultimately winning the Super Bowl. What was the excitement of the kids and, of course, the community? Oh, it was awesome. It was awesome on that bus ride home. <laughs> we, when the police escort um, took over us on Outwater Lane, all the parents were in the parking lot yelling and screaming and. It was just an outstanding environment in that in that um, bus ride home. It was I had a kid, I had an eight year old kid who all year told me, Coach, I don't want to play football. I don't want to play football. I don't want to play football. And after that, on the bus ride home, he came and sat next to me. He said, Coach, guess what? I'm playing football next year. And that's awesome. <laughs> uh, is, that's what it's all about. That's, that's that awesome. awesome. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Anything else? That's for it for Coach. Coach yeah. All right. Good. Coach, thank you so much for uh, for joining us. And, uh, again, congratulations on a fantastic season. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Coach. Good night. Bye. Happy Good night. Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, thank Coach. You. <laughs> thank you. All right, Coach Dowd. Yeah. Um, Pee Wee football. Level. Yeah, I've been co-director, of course. Yeah. The junior boy. And you know what? I'll be honest. Like, I, I coached the intermediate level. I never coached the Pee Wee level. So when you ask them that question, it's like – you, you do have to coach it differently. Oh, you know, it's a different definitely. animal. Like he's yeah. saying, especially he's saying a lot of kids were new, so you're teaching them from oh, day yeah. one. Yeah, and uh, it is kind of funny when he said, though, like from day one, now you see at the end, it's probably like a totally different oh, team. Because well, you know what? He, he made a good point right away in the beginning about, again, you, we just keep seeing the effects of COVID. And here was, we talked to the high school coaches. Oh, yeah, all the and it's crazy, but here, right. But here, and they're like missing, you know, a varsity season, but here they missed an introduction oh, season like right. the, the basis you know right. so he had a lot a whole 
crew of new players as totally opposed to different just animal. one grade level. So, you know, just another interesting point. We just kind of keep seeing these uh, the impacts of COVID. So, okay. Um, we do have two people. I'm not sure if uh, anybody's joining together tonight. I, uh, I believe they might be. Okay, so, so I'm going to let them in. Yes. And we'll, we'll go from there. I just wanted to make sure we weren't waiting for, for a third person by chance. But we're going to be admitting our um, junior level coaches. Okay. We do. We have two, uh, two together here. Hi, guys. Welcome, welcome. Allow me to uh, introduce you guys to our audience. We are joined by the three coaches of the junior level Super Bowl championship, Garfield Boilermakers. We have head coach and offensive coordinator, Frank Ca Frankie Calandrillo Jr. He's joined by his line coach and assistant uh, defensive coordinator, Frank Calandrillo Sr., and our defensive coordinator, special teams coach, Jimmy Eisenman. Their team went undefeated in the regular season, and their playoff run included a win over Englewood by a score of 47-28, to and ultimately winning the Super Bowl over Fort Lee by a score of 32-12. to So, Congratulations, guys, on an awesome season, and welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's got to be here. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to start with you, uh, Coach Coach Calandrillo Jr. It's your first year as a head coach, if I'm not mistaken. So, how was yep. it first adjusting to that role, going from like an assistant to a head coach, and how nice was it to win a Super Bowl in your first year at the helm? I mean, I have, you know, 10 years out of my belt. You know, I'm 26 years old. I have 10 years as a coach out of my belt. It's kind of crazy to think about. You know, I always make the joke that I have, you know, the, the supper tattoo every year across my head coming back and volunteering, you know, thousands of hours. But I love it. It's great. But going from, you know, a, a smaller role with the, with the B team and, you know, big lights and, and the primo athletes at, you know, at my level, you know, it's awesome. And you know, I was lucky to be able to delegate, you know, our great assistant. I'm a great staff. I was able to delegate and not really have to worry about anything. You know, I knew they would take care of what I get taken care of. And, you know, win the Super Bowl in your first year, you know, it's great. I still got the trophy. I was, just gonna, I was actually going to go up strips and ask if that was the trophy back there. Yeah. Really nice. <laughs> the trophy on my back, but I told him, I said, you know, I got I to gotta keep this one. You know, 10 years, you know, in the waiting to get a to get a crack at it. I'm, I'm keeping that one. I'm bringing it home. There you go. Oh, so yeah, I'm, nice. I, again, guys, thank you so much, uh, both Franks and Jimmy. Thank you guys for joining. Congratulations on an unbelievable win. And you might hear uh, Jenny. Jenny has a little crackle in her voice. She's just getting over from a little of uh, laryngitis. So That's all right. she made sure she's back in action. But uh, I'm going to stay with um, Frankie again. Um, if you could just go over. So again, like she said, six and zero in the regular season. You guys go two and zero. You guys get the Super Bowl. Can you just give a quick recap, Coach, of your uh, regular season and then the two playoff games? Yeah, I mean regular season. You know, this year going into it, you know, as a head coach, you don't know what to expect. You know, like I said, I have a lot of experience. I'm used to the big lights and, and a big stage. But when you're really the guy, you know, from the beginning, it's it's kind of surreal. It's a little different. You know, everything falls on your shoulders, the good and the bad. But you know, starting, you know, the first game. You know, we came out and, you know, August 1st to the first game, I was even joking. I was telling Dad, I was like, you know, we're going to win the whole thing. As soon as I seen the roster of kids that we had, we're going to win the whole thing. Um, you know, we come out, Bergen, uh, we played Bergenfield, we blew them out of the water. You know, we came out, second game, blew them out of the water, third game, blew them out of the water. Um, so it was really a lot of fun. Um, you know, we, we get to handle our business, um, you know, across all the, uh, every week. And then you get to the playoffs and, you know, like, like Coach Jay said before, it's a Friday night. 
you know, the kids are fired up, they're amped up, you know, they get a Friday night game. And, you know, when I was in high school, I actually played on that field. So I got to mess with them a little bit and say, look, I didn't lose in this field in high school. We're not losing on this field right now, especially on a Friday night. Um, you know, we did that. We went to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, it was a uh, home team, but we played Fort Lee. Well, you know, I've been years now. And, um, you know, it was an awesome experience. We, we were able to roll all the way through, and, you know, it's just an awesome, awesome year. All right, now we got Frank. I'm sorry, I think we got uh, one of the senior coaches is in with us. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know if you wanted to keep him or could we put him back in the waiting room. Oh, you, I thought you would want me to. No, 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 he's back. He's, he's good now. He's good. Okay. 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 So All right. what am I doing? No, no, we're fine. We're fine Okay. Now. Go ahead. Oh, Jen, okay, sure. oh, I'm sorry. So I have, I have a question actually for our two defensive guys. I'm going to start with you, Coach Eisenman. Um, how would you guys describe your defensive philosophy on the junior level? Did we lose? I think Jimmy froze. Looks like he might have froze there. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll come back to Coach once he, uh, once he maybe unfreezes. So I'll go to you, Coach Calandrillo Sr. Could you highlight some of your defensive players for us that played a big role this season? Well, well pretty much, um, you know, to your first question that uh, Jimmy can answer, right? uh, our philosophy was to be on the attack. You know, we, we went into a league with unlimited weight on the line. And while we had some average-sized kids, um, we, we didn't have the size to match our opponents. So we were very aggressive. We, we played a lot of games. We ran a 5-3 defense, uh, played a lot of games with the outside linebacker and our defensive ends. And the kids were just spectacular. They played. They gave everything they had in every game. And um, you know, we can't be proud of as proud of them what we are of them. And they, the defense, you know, what they say, defense wins championships. Our defense came through with us. Um, but our offense also did spectacular. We were never behind in any game. All right, I'm sorry, Coach Eisenman. Um, can you hear me okay? I'm not, I'm not, we're losing Coach Eisenman. I'm not sure why. Is that him back in? Is yeah. this him here? No, he, he's a senior coach. Okay. Oh, so I'm sorry. Oh, oh, should I take him yeah. out then? Okay. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to apologize. I don't have the names weren't matching up for me, so I apologize. I see. Uh, I'm going to put one of our coaches back in the waiting room who was a, a senior coach, so I'm going to put him back in the waiting room and we'll let him back in. Oh, he's back. Not that. That's my fault. And uh, Coach Eisenman, can you hear me okay there? Sure. I don't know why Coach Eisenman. We'll get back to Coach Eisenman. Okay, all right. So we'll move on to the offense. With yeah, you. so I'll get. I'm gonna talk to Coach Frank. You're also the uh, Frankie. You're also the offensive coordinator besides being the head coach. Can you talk yeah. a little bit about your philosophy as an offensive play caller? What you guys wanted to, um, you know, what you guys wanted to do as an offense, and if you wanted to mention a couple of players or not. But well, overall, the philosophy of the offense. Yeah, I mean, my philosophy is, it's really simple. It's, you know, run smash mouth and put up as many points as I humanly can in, in the allotted time. You know, I know it sounds a little crazy because they are young kids and offensively, you know, my job is to put up, you know, go as smoothly as possible. And, you know, I, let me let me ask you this, Frank. When you guys, when you said old school philosophy, did you get some stuff from Dad and take some of that philosophy? Yeah, no, I, I took some stuff from Dad. I took some stuff from from when I played. 
you know, and then a little bit of a little bit of every system that I played in, you know, in you know, being Garfield when I was in high school, and you know, it's an old school power football kind of philosophy. And then you know, I have I had a nice little spread offense that I had in, in my back pocket too. So you know, I kind of the other pick their own plays, and you know, you know, as a coach that. You know, you, you just want to go with the defense is giving you. If you want to, you know, put eight in the box, guess what? I'm going to spread you out. You want to spread out with my guys, guess where I'm going to go? I'm going to go between the tackles. And, yep. you know, it's it was a great year. The athletes that we had, you know, my running back, number 26, Joe Henny, absolute, absolute monster. Number two, complimented him, Bryce Cunningham, phenomenal. They're like thunder and lightning. Um, you know, my quarterback, number eight, JJ, you know, I've known him since he was a little kid. Um, you know, he grew into be this year. He put a lot on his shoulders. Um, I put a lot on him, you know, partly because I knew him a lot and also because I knew he could handle it. And he stepped up and did great. And, you know, number seven, you know, we called him Frost. His name was Anthony. But, you know, we, Frost did a, did a great job as a scat back and a return guy. And, you know, linemen were, were unbelievable. Um, skills were unbelievable. Quarterback made sure the wheels didn't fall off the bus. And, you know, if, uh, if the kids buy in or the players buy in, and that's half the battle. They buy in, they buy into the system, and guess what? We're, we're rocking and rolling. We're putting up 30, 40 points a week, and everyone's having a good time. Awesome. Well, um, I'll tell you this. From Coach Nick Delahanty from the high school, he said, Frankie Cal gets my vote for Coach of the Year. So, that's it. There you go. There you go. So, Jimmy, you want to get back to the defense. All right, Coach Eisenman, how are you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? How are we doing? Good. Thank you for joining us. Hey, Jimmy. I was having some audio issues. That's all right. That's all right. That's uh, we gotta love the world of technology. Yeah. So, uh, this is a weekly. We get this as a weekly occurrence. We're used to this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> coach, I had asked, um, you know, you and your uh, co-defensive uh, coordinator, Coach Calendrillo Senior, to kind of explain a little bit about your defensive philosophy and then to highlight some players. So I'd like to give you an opportunity to, you know, talk a little bit about your defensive philosophy with the squad and uh, just, you know. Uh, you know, bring some players to the front who kind of had an impact this season. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, Coach Frankie said it best. I mean, our linemen were just unbelievable. And Coach Frank, he, he worked with the line the most. And we had our linebacking core, which was just unbelievable. I mean, the guys just found the ball anytime you, any, anywhere the ball went, the, ball, the guy found the ball. And usually it was in the backfield. So I, I think that, uh, you know, our, our, we were in a basic 5-3, which at that level was pretty common. And we talked about so many different changes throughout the year. And as good as these guys were, we didn't have to change much at all throughout the year. Hey, uh, we got a comment from Kenny Kirkpatrick, our good friend from uh, Maryland. He said, congrats Kenny. to the Garfield Junior <laughs> Boilermakers, coach, both Coach Franks and Jimmy, all other coaches and kids and families. Even though I'm in Maryland, Garfield will always be in my blood. Oh, nice. Sorry I can't stay on, but I have to get ready for K&K at 8. <laughs> congrats and happy Thanksgiving to all. Oh, very nice. Very Thank nice. you, Kenny. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. Thanks. Um, Jen, you want to go back? back? Okay, yeah. you're back up. So, um, guys, this, my next question is actually for all of you, and we kind of hit upon this with Coach Dowd as well, um, you know, with his little peewees, but can you kind of describe, we'll start with you, uh, Coach Frankie Jr., um, 
you know, what was it like to have, you're having this great season, you know, you know, families are always supportive, but when you get rolling with that undefeated season and you're heading into the Super Bowl, I'm sure like that community support, you know, is just so important. So can you talk a little bit about the support of their families and the community this season? Yeah, I mean, everybody was, was completely awesome and, and supportive in everything that we've done, you know, everything from the A games on Saturdays to some of the B games that we had on, you know, on Sundays and Mondays for the kids. You know, all the parents and, you know, even, you know, Coach Jason and Coach Paul's director, everybody was, was awesome. It was a complete blessing to deal with all of them. You know, some parents drive me crazy every once in a while, but, you know, that's 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 the perk of working with, of with kids. You know, you, you got to deal with parents. But, you know, I couldn't have, have wished or hoped for a better group all the way around from, you know, parents to community support to, you know, talent on the field. You know, I couldn't have asked for, you know, anything better. Nice. How about you, uh, Coach Caldrillo Sr.? Well, you know what? Coming off of COVID and not having football last year, we, we really didn't know what to expect. But I got to tell you, the Garfield fans are second to none. They came out every game. We had probably more fans in the, in the bleachers than any other town that we played. And they just, they were, you could hear them. They were great. And, uh, and I got I to gotta say, too, um, you know, the program that's, that's now there, uh, especially coming off of COVID, it tells me that the Boilermakers are going to be there for a number of years. You know, by, by partnering with the Boys and Girls Club of Garfield, it's just made it stronger. Um, and, 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 and I just know that going forward, the numbers are going to start increasing and uh, we're going to have a program that is, is state-of-the-art and, and, and second to none. And so I give the fans, the players, and I got to say too, the players we have this year are probably as a group one of the most respectful young men I've ever coached before. Oh, that's so that's, nice to hear. That is so nice yeah. to hear. That's awesome. I news about things like that because I was so impressed and compliments to their parents. Uh, and um, it just uh, it was a great year to, to, to coach football. Oh, that's that's so nice to hear. How about you, Coach Eisenman? Would you like to add anything about the community support? I mean, the community is always great to us. Uh, Again, coming off of a COVID year, you know, I was expecting a, a lot to come out. They basically had a year off of doing nothing, no sports, no anything. And, you know, I think Coach Jason hit, it, uh, hit on it earlier. It's a little bit of a slow start. Our numbers were a little lower than I think normally would be. But, again, like, you know, Coach Frank said, you know, the fans, the community, I mean, Second to none. These these people, they braved the, the rain, the cold, the wind. I mean, anything. They were out there cheering the cheerleaders, the, the, the parents, you know, the grandparents. You know, our, so our Super Bowl, we, we played it in Fort Lee, and technically we were the higher seed. We were the home team, but you would have thought it was a Boilermaker home game. I mean, three-quarters of the bleachers were purple, and then you had whatever colors the rest of the way. But uh, the the escort on the way home, I mean, all of that was just, you know, it, it was a nice way to come back off of COVID. And you know, I think we're going to be building up a lot more in the next few years to come. And with the uh, young, the young stud, Coach Frankie there, <laughs> we, we got some, we, we got, we got some good years coming, coming to us. Nice. That's awesome. I got one more for you, and I'm going to start with Coach uh, Calandrillo Sr. on this one because he's the um, he's the veteran of the staff, 
And um, not, and I'm not calling you old, Coach, because my bir- I just turned 47, and and age is only a number. So trust me. I'm not saying like that, but I want to ask you because you you've been in Garfield the longest, and this is a question I always like. We we always when we get to high school coaches who kind of live in the town and played for the town and then they coach the town it's always interesting to like hear their answer on this one so i'll start with you coach you know you're doing this in garfield where born and raised you've done everything in the town um you know you've been there excess years you know from head peewee coach to however you did it so meaning that it means so much that you're doing this in garfield how special is it for you to give back to garfield and especially to the kids of garfield and now win a super bowl with these kids of garfield you know Kurt, there's no there's nothing like it um you know you gotta you know when i started um as a as a 11 and 12 year old i played garfield junior ballmakers football my, my head coach was jim fritchione um it took me from being uh, uh, not much of an athlete into making me proud to play the game. And, uh, and one thing about football, it's, it's, there's a position for every type of child. You know, uh, if you're, if you're not the fastest, if you're not, you can't catch a ball that well, you could be a lineman. You know, if you've got skills, then you got, you could play almost any position. But coaching in Garfield, I would coach nowhere else. Um, it, you know, we bleed purple. Um, it, it's, it's true pride and, and to give back to the community is great give back to the children, but they also, it does something for us as coaches. It, it kind of, it, it kind of complements all of us. You know, we, we feel good about it. The kids learn and uh, the parents are great. So it's, it's really a pleasure. Uh, Jimmy, what about you? Same question. What does it mean like to be doing this in Garfield for the kids of Garfield? Oh, wow. Like, uh, well, I myself, like Coach Frank, I, I started playing junior Boilermakers at about 11. And, you know, I, I played a little in high school. And then, you know, my football career going past high school didn't work out. But I had all this knowledge and love and passion for the game. So I wanted to give it back to the kids. So I, I started coaching and, you know, you, you have some, you have more bad years than you do good record wise, but it, it really is a, it, it's it, it's a blessing to be able to wear that purple every day and, and coach these kids, and then you see them, you know, ten twenty years down the road. I mean, I got guys that I coached that are coaching now, yeah. so it's like you know it's come full circle, and it, it's it, it really it, it really you know it, it's so touching to know and see how this all developed and how it's gone over the years. Uh, Coach Frank was coaching when I played, and now I'm coaching alongside him. You know, yeah. so it, it's it, 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 it it's just it's tremendous amounts of love, passion, dedication, and of course we all believe perfect. You uh, do too, Kurt. I'm gonna I'm gonna end to Fra- I'm gonna end with Frankie. Um, but listen, don't listen to what Jimmy just said about there's more losses than th- don't believe that. That's <laughs> you don't know that. You won a Super Bowl in year one. That's all you know right now. So don't worry about what he said. That, he's lying about that. There's no room for that. But same thing with you, you know, you're obviously younger, but again, raised up in Garfield. You like you said, you've been coaching there, so you you know, you have Garfield in you too. What is it? How special is it for you to give back to Garfield and be doing this in Garfield? 
Oh, it's awesome. It's uh, it's it's great. I mean, Dad and, and Jimmy hit on it the most. You know, it's you know with these kids and and you know growing up here and then starting the organization and then you know coaching when I'm 16, 17, and I have two guys that coach with me. You know, who are 22 and want to get back in it because the impact that I made on them. And you know, you no, know, Coach Jimmy was coaching when I was around. You know, when I was playing. So you know, I, I told the kids the first day. You know, you're not just a team; you're a family now. And they kind of looked around all weird, like. You know, we haven't seen each other in a year. You know, who are you guys? And then, you know, I, I broke it to him. You know, like I coached, you know, Coach Louie and Coach Eddie. Coach Jimmy, Coach and I was here. You know, my father's been coaching since the dawn of time. You know what I mean? It's 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 a whole it's a, you know, it's a whole organizational affair. And, you know, it was, like you said, all, all I do is know how to win. And, you know, I, I'm not trying to sound, you know, you know, have my head, you know, fill up the room. But, you know, I'm, I'm on year 10. My first year coaching with, you know, Coach Johnny Zooks, who funny enough coached me 10 years ago. You know, when I started, we won a Super Bowl that year. And I get my first, you know, crack at the uh, at the head coaching gig, and I bring one home my first year. So, you know, I don't know if they should just move me around every level each year. You know, my first year coaching, and we just keep it rolling. You know, anything we got to do. But, you know, to do it for Garfield, you know, we bleed purple. You know, we, we got, you know, the high school is awesome with, with the, you know, with the uh, sledgehammer. They got that thing going. You know, we got the bleed purple. The seniors got this big, like, uh, gold chain that they use. You know, it, it's awesome all the way around from, from top to bottom. You know, just being a part of an organization like this, it's it's phenomenal. It's great. Um, and, you know, next year when we get back out there, you know, the numbers hopefully grow. And, um, you know, like, like Coach Jason said with the COVID year before, and, you know, I got to give a lot of credit to Coach Jimmy because when we first started, he called me up. And I talked him out of retirement. I said, you're not done yet. And then he, ends, he asked me for the roster of kids. And we only had like, like 13, 14 kids. He goes, give me 20 minutes. I go, all right. So he calls up all these parents before you know it. You know, two, three days later, we got a roster of 25 kids. And, you know, we got a full team. We get ready to, to rock and roll. And, you know, it, it's great to do it for the town. And, you know, I can't thank Jimmy enough for, for bringing the, uh, the band back together when he coached his peewees. So, you know, everybody all around is, is awesome and, you know, it's, it's surreal. It really is. That's awesome. You know, I just, just, you know, looking at your staff here, you guys are, you know, a, a living proof of, like, the a family. And, you know, it's just, uh, you know, who coached who. And for the kids to see that yeah. and be a part of it, you know, like they, they're seeing it, you know, in you guys. That, that's fantastic. Like I said, you know, the, the whole staff from top to bottom, you know, my dad's got 30 years. Jimmy's got, you know, 20-something year i got 10 you know my two young guys are, are trying to build up um you know coach pat i joke around and say he's quality control he's got about eight nine years under his belt uh coach pedro has been with this group since they were mighty mites he's got about five six years under his belt and you know i was joking around with all the guys before the season starts i said i don't think anybody can compare the experience that we have you know there's nothing that we haven't seen there's nothing that we haven't you know come up against and you know, I think it showed in the way we prepared and the way we put everything in. And, you know, it was it was great. You know, I was blessed to have such a great staff. And, you know, the, the kids had fun. The kids learned. You know, they, they went out and they, uh, you know, they took what we told them to heart. And, you know, these are the results. You know, you get kids to buy in. Like I said, they buy in and that's half the battle. I got to ask and, you one question for the Calendrillo house. Coach Frank Sr., you did the O-line too? Did you help out with the O-line? 
I was myself and uh, Coach Pedro. We did the O line and the defensive line together. All right, so I got to ask you, Alan, and you guys got to be honest about this, right? Both Franks got to be honest. There oh, had God. to be at some point in that household something where. Frankie Sr. is telling Frankie Jr., I told you I can't block this. I don't know why you're constantly running this player. You're sent, they're blitzing, and we, we can't run it. There had to be at least one thing in that house where it was like, I can't block it, so stop calling it. He's never told me he can't block it, but, you know, between the conversations that we have walking from the game field to home, it's a knockout, drag-out ball. And then when we get home, you know, we got to tone it down so my mother doesn't get too upset. That's what I'm saying. So there was some conversation that the field is like, you know. It's like football somewhere along the line. That's it. And, you know, luckily, luckily enough, I didn't need to open up the bag of tricks too much. You know, we kept it simple for the kids. And, you know, when you run power and get, you know, at minimum five yards a clip, I mean, you got a pretty good year in front of you. And, and you know, Coach, uh, I'll call you Coach because that's how I always knew you, Kurt. Um, it, our offensive line is really good. You know, it, see, when you learn from the Mighty Might division, which I, I'll never forget when Jimmy, Jim Miller, our past director, wanted the Mighty Mites, I wasn't crazy about it. But it's probably the best thing that happened to the Garfield Junior Boilermakers because they now come up to the junior level and they're ready to start pulling. They're, they're ready to do – they could do zone block. They could do cross blocks. They, I mean, it's really they, – they, I was so impressed with the – from the coaches that they had younger. So I told Frankie – you know, I always tell the coach, I said, well, I don't want anyone or the players – no one touches our quarterback. And you know something? They pretty much accomplished that this year. So That's great. Um, I, he does get a little crazy with the spread formations. I said, somebody's got to help with the defensive ends. Well, somebody's got to do something in the 21st century. Right? Right? Yeah, he, he, he does what's <laughs> <system. laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I love it. I see I love it. I love it. So we, uh, we, hey, you guys, you guys hugged it out and said, "Hey, we're Super Bowl champs, right? We get through it. That's how it is." Yeah, right? we we get through it, and like I said, you know, when you win, it solves a lot of problems, no matter what happens. Right, right. You know, but when you win, it's easy. You know, as a coach, you know, you know, doing it with my dad, it's it's crazy to think about. You know, especially you know, you coach with him. Um, you know, he you know he was coaching when Coach Jimmy was playing. He's coaching with Jimmy. We like stood the test of GJB time, and I don't know how you did it, but you know it's 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 honestly crazy. You know, even thinking about the staff in general, like you know, with Jimmy coaching when I was there, and then me coaching, you know, different levels of Jimmy, and then we get together and the young guys playing, and then coming back. It was it's it's crazy to think about, but you know, there, there's been a couple brawls in the house. And, and so, keep mom out of it, though, right? Keep mom out of it. That's what matters. Oh, no, she's the one that's got to stop it. Are you kidding me? Between her and the dog, they're the only ones that got any sense around here. You know, we have another father-son uh, coach, uh, Coach Ed Pavic Jr. and Senior. And, uh, you know, so that was – we did have a, a lot of combined family up there, along with Louis uh, Gomez, uh, who turned out to be an excellent first-year coach. So, um, you know what, it all worked, we're all family, and we tell that to the children, you know what, these are, these are your, this is your family, these are your brothers, let's, let's go get the job done. And when you said to the kids the first time, we're going to win a Super Bowl, I said, oh, no. I said, now we, how we just changed ourselves. <laughs> we, uh, too, I said it. we too, I said it. We too, Jimmy said it. Jimmy said it, I read too, but I was still uh, a little concerned. But like Joe William Amos, uh, they made the prediction, and and it came, it came true. I mean, listen, when you talk about winning the Super Bowl and, you know, your defensive coordinator looks at you undefeated Super Bowl champions, I'm like, okay, let's do it. And then when he gives up three first downs all year, you know what I mean? There's, there's only, 
it was great. You know, we could, no one could move the ball. Everyone was prepared. You know, Super Bowl champs, and that's it. It's another Rest history. Put in a book. Can I, I, can I just I say one thank thing, Frank Kurt? Jr., I want to thank you and Jimmy for setting this up. You guys were a big help, like, getting the info out and stuff like that. So I want to thank you, you two. And Frank Sr., you're the first one I actually asked to do it. So I, all three of you guys have been a big help to uh, to put this forward for tonight. Well, thank you for, for inviting the organization to uh, represent itself and to celebrate the uh, three Super Bowls. Yeah, thank you, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Seriously, it was it was awesome, and you know, to be able to get, be able to get the program out there and talk to all three levels, it's it's awesome. You know, it's not every year you win the Super Bowl, yet alone win three at, at uh, the whole program takes trophy home. So that's awesome. It was a good year doing it, you know what I mean? Yep, that's awesome. Thank you, guys, and happy Thanksgiving to all three of you guys and your families. Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, happy Thanksgiving. Yes, thank you, guys. Have a good one. You too. Good night. Good night. Okay, so that's the, guard, that's the junior program um, led by Frankie Jr., yeah. Uh, winning first year, so awesome. Uh, I yeah. remember Jimmy yeah. talking to you saying, I told him they're going to win the Super Bowl straight out, so... Um, you know, hey, what a great season. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we joke around, but in the, in the with the calendars, it had to be some, you know. Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. I can't even yeah, imagine it, you know? know. I mean, I dealt with it with my father and, like, you know, not co coaching me, you know, but coaching with them would have been right. crazy. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, All right, so we got funny. the seniors in? We do. We have uh, we have two of our coaches, so I will admit them. I'm not sure. Again, I don't know if anybody's Yeah, we'll bring them in. So yeah, we'll bring them in. in. All right. Absolutely. We'll get it sorted out once they are in here all right hi guys hey coach troy how you doing i'm well how are you good thank you so much for joining us tonight um i'm not sure i had another person in i'm not sure what happened uh they they left so i'm not sure start so coach if, troy they, if they come back in coach troy just i have um oh they're back hang on let me get them back in there <laughs> coach paul should be coming as well um okay. i saw coach, coach burke there he is okay. he was on with junior <laughs> all right awesome my apologies uh coach vargas i i didn't rec i let everybody in from the waiting room i didn't realize you're with the seniors my fault on that one my fault but no it's okay let me welcome you guys officially to the show and introduce you to our audience. We're joined by um, two of the senior coaches from the Garfield Junior Boilermakers. They finished their regular season 6-1. and one. In the playoffs, they beat Weehawken in the first round, 29-15. And then they beat Little Ferry in the championship by shutting them out by a score of 19-0. We're joined by head coach and defensive coordinator, Coach Troy Briggs. And right now we have the offensive coordinator with us as well, Coach Roberto Vargas. So... Thank you for coming on, guys, and more importantly, congratulations on a great season. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate I have it. One, one question. Yes. yes, sir. Who told you we were six and one? Ah, there seems to be there seems to be a technicality. I, I found that. we Good found play. that out. We found that out that you technically were undefeated. And there was this. I don't want to use the word garbage on the standings, but you did not lose a game. You did not lose a game. 
what? Can't lose a game when you score in all of them and never get scored on. Absolutely. All right, Coach. I will. I will uh, retract that statement. <laughs> and uh, I will say that my. Wow, source... Coach, you might be the first person to get her to retract the statement on air. <laughs> hey, ah! She never does. The uh, I will say my source I'm still was a winner. The, uh, was the uh, the Facebook the Facebook page there for the what the Bi County the, so, the yeah. league yeah then, then we got the full story so congratulations on uh, your your uh, not losing a game this season <laughs> coach coach Briggs I'm gonna start no with no you. no offense taken <laughs> coach Briggs I'm gonna start with you um, how special is it for you as a coach to see your senior level players they go through the program right from whether they're in their you know the mighty mites peewees junior and now it's their last, you know, some of them, their last hurrahs of Junior Boilermaker. How special is it to end it all with the Super Bowl? Super Bowl championship, I'm sure, is, you know, special no matter what. But for these guys who are leaving to end on that note, how special is that for you as a coach to see? This one meant much more. Um, And like you said, I had these kids uh, when they were juniors. So I've had them for, you know, roughly four years now. And, um, I knew going into the season that this was my last hurrah with these kids. Uh, they're they're still pretty special to me. I've gotten close to their parents over the, over the course of time, and um, I told them, you know, since this is the last time I get a chance to teach you a game that we all love, you know, we need to go out flawlessly. And and I, I kind of shed a tear um, even before we played the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I remember not really being able to speak to them with a straight face. Um, Co- Coach Burt will will corroborate that story. I kind of stayed away from it in the, each practice that practice. Week because I figured that I was going to, um, you know, break down. And um, on Wednesday after practice, I remember giving them my true feelings about, you know, the season and the journey and all of the years. And I had a few parents, you know, call me that night like, what did you say to him? He got into the car all emotional. And I'm like, I can't tell you. It's just, just know I'm going to miss him. And, and that was the greatest way of pushing You're making me emotional. You know, it's, uh, it's but, but your, your, your sincerity, you know, is, is just, has just, just flows through what you're saying. That's so nice. And, you know, just hearing that from you is, you know, those guys are lucky to have someone who not just teaches them the game, but, but shows that emotion as well. So that's really nice. I'm going to stay with Coach Briggs real quick. And again, guys, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Um, unbelievable job this year. Congratulations on, um, being undefeated and being Super Bowl champs. Thank you. So we got we fed, we you know we got to fix that website though, Coach. We might have to send an email because they're a little misleading. They're a little misleading. A but lot co- misleading. But Coach Briggs, can you just recap real quick again um, your regular season and your two playoff games? So just really quick, if you can just go over your season in a whole. My season in a whole, um, domination. Um, this particular league and I I don't mean to be disparaging I don't think was the caliber league that these kids grew up playing in it's our first year in it and um, they they played hard they played fast they did everything we told them to do Um, but I think the most important thing to say in this is that you can teach a child football I see a lot of coaches with kid gloves and they're oversimplifying the game, not explaining to them how uh, plays work, what makes them work, what's the weakness in the play. I don't do that. You know, I explain to them in as much detail as possible. I think it showed every single week on the field. 
when we were at our sloppiest, we were still in control because they understood, you know, how a play works, where were they, where they were vulnerable, where their help was coming from, which man to read or key and, and see um, before they made a decision. And those things, you know, created a team that looked pretty dominant out there. I'll tell you that much on Saturday nights. Very nice. Uh, you guys have, um, you know, Coach Briggs, your head coach, who also work with the defense. Coach Vargas with the offense, and Coach Coach Paul. I don't want to mispronounce your name. Is it? Can you say your last name for me, Coach? Gilio. Gilio. Did I say that yep. right? Okay. And Coach Gilio, you worked with special teams, so I'm just kind of gonna go around and ask you guys with each of your your phases, each of your specialties there, to highlight some of your players. Coach Vargas, would you start with some of your offensive players? <laughs> Well, I was I was actually very spoiled this year because I had a hell of a group. I had I had so many um, stars on my team, and I also lost uh, two of probably my best players throughout the year. But but everybody else stepped up, um, and 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 I was just I was just spoiled because I had I, my quarterback Thomas Messina was just amazing. Um, then, then, you know, you know, things happened during the season and he wasn't able to play and another quarterback, uh, J Rob stepped up and, um, you know, he was my receiver at the beginning, but we needed him at quarterback and, um, he stepped up and then in one week we were able to get him, um, ready. Um, thanks to my coaches because, you know, um, it was only three of us. But, you know, we did everything that we could. And um, they were awesome. And uh, we got these kids ready. And um, in the middle of the season, we had to come up with a new quarterback. And we got him. Um, and he was able to, you know, step up and um, get the support from the team and the coaches and everybody. And, you know, I had a lot of weapons um, from my tight ends to my linemen to my running backs. Um, Giglio. Actually, uh, Marcelo, his son, was just amazing. The kid, the kid has a bright future ahead of him, um, and um, he took a big part of the, you know, of the load. I, I didn't want to beat him up, but I kind of had to. Um, but you know, he, you know, everybody from the line to you know, and you know, I'm not gonna even gonna speak on the defense. They helped a little bit by not giving up one point or anything. <laughs> <You know? laughs> So, you know what I mean? I got to kind of thank them, you know, for uh, doing such a great job under the leadership of our uh, head coach, Troy, and um, and uh, Paul Giglio, which, you know, we, 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 we made it happen. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't easy, but we made it happen. Nice. Coach Briggs, could you highlight some of your defensive players? Um, I think it started at the line of scrimmage for the defense. Um, and then it was capped off at the safety position. And I ran a 4-4, um, a, a, a formation that a lot of youth coaches try to stay away from. Um, but for whatever reason, I feel like if you just take the extra time to explain to them what's happening, they can run it just fine. Teams have a terrible time blocking us up front. Um, we can stunt, we can blitz from every you know angle. Um, but I think at the youth level to run a 4-4, you need a really strong safety play. And I had really strong safety play. One of the uh, players that we lost that uh, Coach Burt was talking about just now, um, Jonathan Hortos, was an amazing safety and running back, and he broke his collarbone. 
So I took Burke's quarterback, Thomas Messina, and threw him at safety and didn't miss a beat. <laughs> nice. And uh, Coach Giglio, how about some of your special teams, kids? Oh, geez. Uh, uh, every single one of the players were able to touch the ball and, and, and go to the town with it. We probably scored four or five kick returns. Um, I don't think anyone even gained a yard on us on kick return. Uh, between J-Rob and uh, Jaden Dowd kicking the ball off, either one of them was putting the ball inside the 10. And between our, our guys and our, our, our guys coming up the middle, they didn't even have a chance to pick the ball up. They were harassing before they even got it. And it was continually each week. They would set up a reverse against us. It never happened. The kids were just so ready to, to sniff it out. You know, we, we, we go in-depth on this stuff in practice. And you know, me and Coach Burt run around like idiots having them try to tackle us. But, you know, we try to set them up for the best. Very nice. Um, hey, Coach Vargas was a star in high school. I mean, had you, he's probably still running around crazy. Right, Coach Vargas? <laughs> Yes, Except yes, when he played I'm, against I'm, me. I'm, there I'm you go. Great. There you go. He wasn't that great. <laughs> I, got, all right, I, got a, I got a question. I'll, I'm going to go to all you guys. I'm going to start with uh, Coach Briggs, though. Uh, looking forward to high school, um, how how bright would you say these kids' futures are for the next level, the kids that are leaving you? Is, uh, I believe it's 15, Paul, right, who are leaving us. Uh, Maybe more. Maybe a few more. Um, I know. I know for a fact, ten of them are going to be really good at the next level. I think that three of them could actually contribute as freshmen. That's awesome. Uh, Coach uh, Giglio and uh, uh, Vargas, you guys have anything with the seniors about on the next level? What you uh, expect from them, or what we can expect, like watching these kids in high school? I know it's Bert and I have had these kids because uh, our kids are on the team. We've had these kids since they were kindergarten. So I know they're in ninth year playing football for, for both of And we always talked about this team being the the, the smart team, the team that was able to tackle anything we were talking about. Um, you know, like they were saying before, it throws a 4 4 at them. You know, they were able to figure it out on defense. We run, uh, you know, a pulling screenplay, and you know, Bird puts it in, and the kids pick it up in in a second, just because they're so smart and able to listen. In the past, we always had to like you know yell at kids and run because they were doing stupid stuff. But now it's like, okay, coach, we want more. So we always talked about this group as being our smart group and the group that was able to to uh, you know out exceed our expectations big time. Uh, my last one um, for you guys. Um, oh, I'm sorry, you're up. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, Coach Giggly, I'm going to stay with you. We had on Coach Dowd earlier with the PBs, and uh, he's your co-director for the Garfield yeah. Group for the Mechers. He gave like a little overview of the program and how the levels work and everything. But as the other director, we wanted to kind of give you a chance to address, I'm going to call it Garfield Boilermaker Nation, right? You have them. They Maybe they can all watch this. What do you want? After the season you guys just had, what would you want them all to know right now? Uh, I mean, we're ready to get a, a, a four-peat because we want our Mighty Mites to uh, make sure that, you know, we're not struggling with numbers and we want to, you know, I'm ready to have 40 on every level. I could buy all brand new helmets if we need to. We're ready to go. We're not going to be short on anything. They want every kid is going to be outfitted fully with the best equipment we have and be ready to go. Um, you know, we hear the, the horror stories from everyone else. We're not 
going to have that. We're going to be ready to have 40, 50 at every level, ready to win uh, four trophies like Coach Troy has right next to him. <laughs> um, Coach Calandrillo saying undefeated for sure. Congratulations. <laughs> Jimmy Eiserman saying congratulations. And Coach Calandrillo saying Coach Vargas was just inducted into the Garfield Hall of Fame. So congratulations, Mr. Vargas. Thank you. Thank you. And my last question, I'm going to end it with Coach Briggs. Um, the support of the community, the parents, and just like like Jen said, Garfield Nation, like in general. What's um, what's your, you know, what would you say of the support you guys had? I think it's the best in the world. Uh, I mean, the middle school works with us, local law enforcement, fire departments, parents, just some of my neighbors. I, I, I'm fortunate enough to live straight down the street from the, the game and practice field. And some of my neighbors just, oh, coach, you're coaching tonight? Yeah. And um, I'll see them later on. And in, in, I'm sorry. Um, I'll see them later on, you know, standing by the gate, you know, they came in and watched the game. Um, I, I think it's beautiful that, that, that Garfield is big enough to find so many, you know, kids, all of these diamonds in the rough, as you would say. Um, I had a kid, school six two in the eighth grade, never played a down of football in his life. These kids are available to us, yet small enough that the community can rally together, like Coach Dow said earlier, and have the fire department escort the team around the city for a little, you know, parade, sirens blazing, and the town's responding. Like, we're on the bus, and the sirens are going off, the bus is following the fire uh, truck, and Coach Burt is out the window saying, champions, and people on the side are like, woo! And That's awesome. I don't think you get that in, in, in most, you know, any town USAs, you know? so We bleep, we bleep purple, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm an outsider, you know? Like, I I went to Pasig County Tech in Wayne, and I came to Garfield, and I feel like I could run for mayor tomorrow. <laughs> Like that's how many people know me, and, for you, and coach. respect me. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, we got one vote. <laughs> so you know the, the community, bar none, hands down. At least I know for a fact, best in Bergen and Passaic County. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. That's awesome. That's Absolutely, great. coaches. Congratulations again. Um, you know, Thank just you. having all of you guys Thanks. on, you know, the, the positive, you know, the wins are nice, the Super Bowl championships, but you know what, the, the positive impact you're having on all of those, those players as well. And, 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 you know, infusing your love of the game into them as well is, is, uh, you know, bar, not, you know, important as well which just shines through when we speak to you guys so thank you so real much quick one more comment from our good friend uh coach high school mike messina love all these coaches no better youth program than the garfield junior boilermakers and he's putting up the little trophy so yeah all right coach got some coach thank messina. you thank you thank you guys and, and and i appreciate you guys supporting us that is awesome and uh, you know go gjb Hey, you're the first junior football program on our all-in high school show. There so. you go. Nice. That's it. Yes. Making nice. You're making history. <laughs> nice. No, but thank you guys so much. Thank it was you. a pleasure. And, uh, hey, three, Super Bowl, three levels, three Super Bowls. I mean, you can't get better than that. Thank you. Thank, thank you, guys. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you next year. That's right. You will. You will. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thank you. 
All right, great. so those were the three levels of the Garfield Junior Boilermakers. Yep. Again, just um, I'll be honest, we we were I was able to play <coughs> one Super Bowl as a junior football player. We unfortunately lost, but uh, just the, I remember the feeling of winning the playoff game and we're in a Super Bowl. We're in a Super Bowl. It was just awesome, and uh, you know I, I, we did it. We won it as a coach, but never as a player. But these kids and these coaches must be like uh, on cloud yeah, nine doing it, you know. And even just adding the whole. Um, police escort you know it's something those kids will never forget and you know and, you know you have uh, coach briggs you know just you know in not being afraid to show the emotion and his love for his players which oh yeah absolutely you know, and, uh, for them to see that and be impacted by that and you know our our, our younger players going to their coach and saying i'm going to play again next year i mean that's what it's all about and they're giving these kids such a positive experience and it's really and so you know nice what we'll probably in the next couple of years have these kids some of the yeah, kids on the all in a high school show high and school. say you were on coach briggs that yeah. coach briggs right <laughs> and uh, all the way from down to coach cal and coach dad yeah. and you know they're going to be on but um i want to thank again uh, Coach Eisman, uh, both Coach Calandrillos for helping and setting us up and getting some information. You know, Coach Dow, Coach Giglio, uh, Giglio, and you know all these guys. Coach Vargas and I played, went to school with them and stuff like that. And uh, it, it was awesome. Um, it's something again we wanted to do, give back to the you know, Garfield community. SJ, and you know what? Because these coaches give so much. It's they a volunteer do. gig. They it's, do. Uh, yep. You know, a lot of hours. And again, again, it just shows their love of the sport. And it's just, uh, you know, in that community, they're they're spreading that and infusing that for generations to come. So it's a really nice thing to see. All right. Again, congratulations, Garfield Junior Boilermakers, Super Bowl champs, Pee Wees, juniors, seniors. And uh, thank you for the special edition. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go do another show, and you're going to start prepping for Thanksgiving I, dinner. I, I got a turkey waiting so for you. So I got to work, and you got to go play downstairs. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> thank you, guys, and um, we will see you soon.